the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. The consequences of sin were not just a loss of God's blessings. They were actually a reversal of God's blessings. What God intended to be a blessing to man now becomes a curse. The benefit now becomes a burden. The first aspect of Eve's consequence involves pregnancy and childbirth. You know, Eve was given the unique privilege of being the mother of all of the human race. A consequence is a result of an action. If you're speeding on the freeway, you get a ticket. If you sleep past your alarm, you miss out on eating breakfast. If you eat junk food, you're sluggish and tired. In today's message, Pastor Dan explains that Adam and Eve faced consequences for disobeying God's command. They ate fruit off the tree that God said never to touch. Their initial blessings became a curse. Instead of enjoying their blessings in the presence of God, they struggled to survive the curse. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Genesis chapter 3 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Genesis chapter 3, beginning in verse 14, where it says, So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. To the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. And then to Adam, he said, because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying you shall not eat of it, cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life, both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you. You shall eat the herb of the field in the sweat of your face. You shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you shall return. And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Also for Adam and his wife, the Lord God made tunics of skin 
and clothed them. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, to know good and evil. And now lest he put out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken. And so he drove out the man and he placed cherubim at the east of the garden of Eden and a flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. Well, as we've seen in our study of the book of Genesis, God's original intention was for man to dwell with him in the Garden of Eden forever. The people of God dwelling in the place of God in the presence of God. That was the plan originally. But in our last study together in the book of Genesis a couple weeks ago, we saw that mankind rebelled against God. Adam and Eve did the one thing. That God asked them not to do. They ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and and evil. And now today in our passage, we see the consequences of their choice to disobey God. The consequences of their choice. And we experience the consequences of the fall even to this day. God begins here by addressing the serpent In verses 14 and 15, Revelation chapter 12, verse 9 tells us the serpent is Satan. It's the devil. And so to the devil, God says, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle. This is the first time we see the word cursed. Up to this point, everything was good. Very good. Now there's a curse. You are cursed more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. You know, all of creation was impacted by the fall, was impacted by Adam's sin. It it didn't just affect mankind, it affected everything. In Romans chapter 8 verse 20 says, all of creation was made subject to the curse. And so the world that we live in today is marred by the fall. That's why there's death in the world. That's why there's sicknesses. That's why there's disease. That's why there's violence in nature. That's why there's viruses and pandemics and natural disasters. None of that was part of God's original design. All of that is the result of the fall. All of that is the result of Adam and Eve's sin. Because when they sinned, death entered the world. Remember, when God originally created everything, he he described the world that he created as very good. And with Adam's choice, sin and death entered the world, and all of creation was changed. Now look at verse 14 again, and notice the phrase, you shall eat the dust all the days of, of your life. Now this phrase in the Bible is a phrase that means you shall be defeated. Here God is speaking to the serpent, he's speaking to Satan and he says to him, you shall be defeated. You shall eat the dust all the days 
of your life. That's what that phrase means. You know, back in the 1970s when I was a kid, there was a phrase that was popular, eat my dust. You know, you'd be riding your bike and racing against someone on your bicycle and you'd look over and say, eat my dust. There was even a movie with Ron Howard in it called Eat My Dust. It, it, was, it was kind of an in-your-face way of saying you're going to lose. Well, well, here, by saying to the serpent, you shall eat dust all the days of your life, God is saying to Satan, you're going to lose. God announces Satan's doom here. How will Satan lose? How will Satan be defeated? Well, God tells us in verse 15. Look at verse 15. I will put enmity, hatred, between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He, speaking of her seed, he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Now, verse 15 is one of the most important verses in your Bible. Uh, it is the Old Testament equivalent of John 3.16. This is the first messianic prophecy in the Bible. The Old Testament is filled literally with hundreds of prophecies describing the Messiah who will come. That we know is Jesus Christ. Some of these prophecies are, are well-known prophecies like Micah 5.2, which tells us the Messiah will be born in the town of Bethlehem. Or Psalm 22, which describes in great detail the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, describing his hands and his feet being pierced. Other prophecies are a little bit more obscure. And, and you, you can think of these messianic prophecies as pieces to a, to a puzzle. And when you put all these pieces together, you get a picture of the Messiah. And Genesis 3.15 is the first piece of the puzzle that we're given in the Bible. It's considered the first mention of the gospel in the Bible. So I want you to note this with me, that right after the fall, right after Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve's sin, God introduces his rescue plan for mankind. The seed of the woman, he, a man that will descend from the woman, from Eve. The seed of the woman will bruise the head or crush the head of the serpent. In other words, it will be a death blow to Satan. And the language here, it indicates that as the heel of the seed of the woman is coming down on the head of the serpent. The serpent will bite the heel, but the heel will continue down and crush the head of the serpent. And so these two things that are described here in verse 15, they, they take place simultaneously. As the seed of the woman is crushing the head of the serpent, the serpent bites the heel of the seed of the woman. And it's a description, of course, of the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus defeated Satan through the cross. The, the crucifixion was a bruise to his heel, but it wasn't a mortal wound. Three days later, Jesus Christ rose again from the dead. You know, in Isaiah 53, we see similar language used that's used here in Genesis 3.15. In Isaiah 53, 5, for example, it says Jesus was 
wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And Isaiah 53.10, it pleased the Lord to bruise him. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 2, verse 14, we're told that Jesus died that he might break the power of the devil and to free us from the fear of death. Through the cross, Jesus freed us from the power of the devil and from the fear of death. He defeated Satan and he defeated death through the cross. Pastor Dan will share the second half of today's message in just a moment. But first, he'd like to take a moment to tell you how you can receive prayer for your needs. Do you need prayer today? Every week we receive prayer requests from our listeners. If you need prayer for anything at all, we would like to pray for you right now. You can share your prayer request with us through our website, calvaryec.com. Again, that's calvaryec.com or through our church app or by calling us at 410-491-4592. And can I ask you to pray for us as well? Pray for the Ring of Truth radio ministry as we bring the Word of God to those who need it. Thanks, Pastor Dan, and thank you for praying. Now, let's finish today's message. In Revelation chapter 20, we're told that one day Jesus will cast Satan into the lake of fire forever, and Satan will be gone once and for all. Now, as I said, verse 15 is only the first piece of the puzzle, but it does give us some clues about the Messiah, this deliverer who will come from and descend from Eve to rescue mankind. First, by identifying the Messiah as the seed of the woman, that implies a unique birth. In the Bible, the Bible usually talks about the seed of man, not the seed of the woman. When it traces someone's lineage, it's always, almost always through the man. And so the, the origin of this Messiah will be unusual. He'll be the seed of the woman. In Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14, we're given another piece to the puzzle. And Isaiah 7 14 tells us the Messiah will be born to a virgin. It says, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God with us. So Isaiah 7.14 tells us the Messiah will be God in the the flesh. Genesis 3.15 also hints at the deity of the Messiah, or the deity of the seed of the woman, because he will defeat Satan. Satan is a supernatural being, so the seed of the woman will be more than an ordinary man. He must be supernatural and more powerful than Satan to defeat Satan. And of course, we know that Jesus is both God and man. He's the God-man. He's God incarnate. He's God. He's Emmanuel, God with us. So now, that brings us to the consequences for mankind. Consequences that we're still experiencing today. First, we're given the consequences for the woman because of the fall. In verse 16, to the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception, speaking of pregnancy, and in pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband and he shall rule over you. you know, the consequences of sin 
And I want you to see this. I think this is so insightful for us today. The consequences of sin were not just a loss of God's blessings. They were actually a reversal of God's blessings. What God intended to be a blessing to man now becomes a curse. The benefit now becomes a burden. The first aspect of Eve's consequence involves pregnancy and childbirth. You know, Eve was given the unique privilege of being the mother of all of the human race. In verse 20, we're told the name Eve means the mother of all who live. Pregnancy and birth were intended by God to be part of his his blessing upon women. But, But now, as part of the curse of sin, what was originally intended to be a blessing becomes a source of multiplied difficulty, sorrow, pain, and injury for women. You know, up, up until recent history, pregnancy and childbirth were dangerous for both the baby and the mother. In many parts of the world, even still today, childbirth is the leading cause of death for women. It's, it's pretty uncommon here in the United States, but worldwide, over 300,000 women a year die in childbirth. And 2.5 million babies under one month old die. This is, this is part of the, the, the consequence, part of the curse of the fall. This, this, this unique blessing for women has become a source of sorrow and a source of pain. And so the first consequence involves childbearing. And we see here in verse, verse 16, the other consequence involves her relationship with her husband or her marriage. Look at verse 16 again, the end of the verse. Your desire shall be for your husband and he shall rule over you. But remember that the consequence is the reversal of the blessing. It's the reversal of the blessing. Originally, as we've seen in our study of the book of Genesis, originally God created man and women, uh, man and woman together, equally made in his image. Both were given dominion over the earth. Both were to be fruitful and fill the earth and subdue it together as husband and wife, as a team. They were supposed to be a team working in partnership together to fulfill God's purpose. But now, as part of the consequence of sin, it says, Eve's desire shall be for her husband. And what does that mean exactly? Well, there's only one other place that we find this word desire in the Bible. And it's actually just in the very next chapter, Genesis chapter 4, verse 7. Here, God is speaking to Cain. And he says in verse 7, If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door and its desire is for you. But you should rule over it. This, this word desire, it means to control. It means to master. It means to rule over. If you remember back in Genesis chapter 2 verse 18, God 
established an order in the marriage with the man leading the family. But as a result of the fall, we're told now that as a result of the fall, the wife now desires to control the man or to rule over the man. In other words, this ideal partnership and marriage is changed into a competitive relationship now because of the fall. With each person fighting for control over the other. Both trying to be the head. Both trying to to rule. Resulting in a marriage that is contentious instead of harmonious. Resulting in a marriage where you no longer view your spouse as your, your, your partner or your teammate. But a threat. And a challenge. A challenger. And and every marriage, every marriage has experienced this to one degree or another. You need to recognize if that describes you, if there's this tension and this competitiveness in your marriage, you, you need to recognize and understand that this tension and this competition is a direct consequence of the fall. And you need to understand that God can transform your marriage relationship. If you and your spouse give him the opportunity to, and you surrender your life, and you surrender your marriage to him, and you obey his word, you obey his instructions concerning the marriage relationship. You know, God has a lot to say in his word to married couples. He gives very clear and specific instructions to married couples in his word. In Ephesians chapter 5, for example. In Ephesians chapter 5, it describes two people that, first of all, they're filled with the Holy Spirit. And that's key. Two believers that are filled with the Holy Spirit. Because you can't do this without the Holy Spirit. Without His power at work in your life. Where now you're filled with the Holy Spirit. And the husband is instructed to love his wife and give his life for his wife. Just as Christ gave his life for the church. And the wife is instructed to respect her husband. And here when you have two believers, two people that have committed their lives to Jesus Christ that are surrendered to him, surrendered to his will, and they're filled with the Holy Spirit, God can transform that marriage. He can make it something new, something that glorifies him. So that's the consequence for the the woman, for for the wife. Now we have the consequence for the man or for Adam in verse 17. Then to Adam, he said, because you have heeded the voice of your wife. And here the idea is you've listened to your wife instead of listening to what God said. It's not, it's not that he listened to his wife. It's that he didn't listen to God. And you have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you saying you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life, both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you. And you shall eat the herb of the field, in the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you shall return. It's interesting that the consequences for the woman have to do with children and her family, and the consequences for the man have to do with his work. Generally speaking, women are more focused on their family, and men tend to be more focused 
on their work. And, and that's, that's where the consequences are for each one. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring truer than the finest crystal. We're so glad you tuned in to hear today's edition of Ring of Truth. Pastor Dan is continuing to teach through the book of Genesis, verse by verse, chapter by chapter. If you'd like to hear this message again or to listen to additional teachings from Pastor Dan, you're welcome to visit our website at calvaryec.com. Once there, you can listen to or download a wide range of previous broadcasts. Otherwise, simply subscribe to our podcast. Our podcasts provide you with up-to-date teachings through the Bible and can be taken with you wherever you might be. This can be advantageous for those who are on the go much of the time. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast at our website, calvaryec.com, or just search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. We'd love to hear how Ring of Truth has had an impact on your life. So please let us know by giving us a call at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. We'd also really like to know how we can be praying for you. So when you call, don't be afraid to share your prayer requests with us. We'd be happy to pray with you and for you. Ring of Truth is a ministry of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. We hope you'll make sure to join us again as Pastor Dan continues teaching in this series through the book of Genesis. We look forward to the next edition of Ring of Truth. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.